ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of Making Lemonade. Today is quite a somber episode. Um, and I only say somber because... What's well, sad? Um... Stanley the great Stanley has died at ninety five years old and as I'm sure most of the comics world is I'm still processing it. And I thought I might sit here and process it with you. It's very difficult to even think that the father of modern comic books is no longer with us. <sighs> Stanley was a titan. He was a father, and most of all, he was a husband. He lost his wife last year, and who knows, maybe, maybe he died of heartbreak, because he was not very happy, from all accounts, with the loss of his wife of 69 years of which, how could you blame him? Um, when I was a kid, Stan Lee was a absolute influence on me. Um, Stan played a huge part in my upbringing. I was not, like most comic book fans, I was not a normal kid as they would say um, and I found myself often in the library at school particularly when I was in high school I would often find myself in the library reading comic books and one of my best friends he was doing the same And that's how we became friends back in high school. And we've been best mates ever since. And that's thanks to Stan Lee. I draw and write comic books because I read Spider-Man and, and Doctor Strange. Captain America, the Avengers, Black Panther. I draw comic books because I love the medium and those characters taught me how to love the medium. I remember when I first got a bootleg New Zealand copy of 
Spider-Man off my grandparents for my birthday when I was 10. And I was just in awe of that film. And that's thanks to Stan Lee. I remember... I remember going to see the Avengers, the original Avengers, and being in absolute amazement that it even existed, let alone for its time, it was a fantastic film. I remember... I remember seeing Ant-Man. I remember seeing Doctor Strange. I remember seeing most of the Marvel movies with my dad. My dad's not a comic book guy. But without fail, he goes and sees. He'll watch one of the Marvel movies because he himself is in awe of what they're creating and he himself escapes to a world where superheroes exist <clears throat> I remember seeing Amazing Spider-Man 2 with my sister because she loved Spider-Man. My father used to take my sister, has taken my sister to all these Marvel movies, and they have, they themselves, thanks to Stan Lee, have used these Marvel films as a bonding experience. And that's something that they do together. Like, how many of you have, have taken your children? I cannot wait to take my daughter to to a Marvel film and, and watch all of the all of the Marvel films. Please excuse my tattiness. I'm just processing this nice and early and trying to not, not to look too much like I just got out of bed. Um I've seen all of the Marvel films at the cinema with my friends, with my girlfriend. We saw so many Marvel films together on date nights. And we went and saw Infinity War together, all of us, my, me and my friends, big group of us, my girlfriend who was pregnant at the time. and. My daughter, when the movie began, started kicking her and kicking around inside her with excitement. She could have just been mad because it was loud, but whenever I put Infinity War on now, she gets excited and she's only two months old. 
for that film will forever be synonymous with my relationship with my daughter. And that's thanks to Stan Lee. He was a good man. He changed our lives. Or continue to. Through that which he created. And it is a little bit sad that he'll never get to see a good Fantastic Four movie. Although, I think he enjoyed the one with Jessica Alba and Chris Evans in it. <laughs> but when we lose people like this celebrities public figures it's even harder to lose the ones that really really struck you and that really did make a change in your life. And Stan, thanks to you, I would not be the man I am today if not for you. And I think that this is the least I can do for you. Just a lowly illustrator who loves comic books and loves everything you created. And yeah, I've always been more of a DC guy, but how could I not be affected by Stan Lee? I love those Marvel movies. I love those Marvel comics. I loved reading everything that was created. And I can't wait to hand on to my daughter. All of these films and all of these comic books and all of these characters and the way that they affected me and the way that they changed and created me. Because thanks to you, Stan, Everything has changed. You... <sighs> this is so hard. I didn't think I'd get this emotional. <clears throat> I... I could sit here and read through Stanley's Wikipedia page and... Say how I... I missed an opportunity to meet him way back in, I think, 2015 when he was at Sydney Supernova and shake his hand and say thank you, wait in line for three, four hours. I, I saw him. I saw him in person and to just gaze upon an icon like that. I don't want to say a god. Um, I suppose he is a god to some, but he was an icon to me.
It was just a man. And one of the best men. And I know... He had his flaws. I know he wasn't good to some of... Some illustrators and, and artists and writers. And their marbles had their issues. And Stan's had his issues. But... Who gives a shit about that stuff? <laughs> he's... He's gone. And he's not coming back. Sorry, that's a somber reminder. And the least we can do is celebrate his life. Because Stan Lee was a true hero. Stan Lee brought happiness to so... Oh, excuse me. Stan Lee brought happiness to so many of us. And will continue to do so to generation after generation because of that which he has done and that which he has created. All of all of this. And I thought it would be nice to put the Avengers here in mourning of Stanley because Stan's life was monolithic. And all he did was create. He was the ultimate creator. And his wife played a huge part in that as well. And <clears throat> the way in which the way in which she played that part was the the story goes that Stan Lee was about to quit his job at Marvel Comics or Timely Comics at the time, I believe it was called. And she said to him, Stan, just write what you want to write. Just write it and hand it in. Just over the weekend, just write what you want to write and hand it in to your editor and see what they say. Because he was writing military comics and he was writing girly comics and he was writing all this stuff he didn't want to write. So, <clears throat> that's exactly what he did. He sat down to write The Fantastic Four. And the rest is history. I don't want to make this long for the sake of long. I could sit here for the next hour and talk about Stanley, and I'm sure this isn't the last part of this. But this morning, I just want to say thank you. Stan. Thanks to Stan Lee, we are all so much better off. We have all 
been to outer space, seen men turn into green monsters, seen magic and men in spider costumes crawl up walls. Been to Wakanda. Seen men come to life after 70 years. Seen women from outer space. Seen families become superheroes. Seen superheroes become family. Seen Professor X and Wolverine and the X-Men. And after losing Steve Ditko this year, we've now lost Stan Lee. And may he rest in peace, because wherever he is, I'm sure he's with his beloved. And down here on Earth, <clears throat> We thank you, Stan. We thank you so much for everything you gave us and everything you'll continue to give us due to the creations that you set forth. And I'm thankful for everything everything you've done because if I track back the timeline of my life if it were not for Spider-Man comics and Avengers comics in our high school library I don't meet my best mate if it were not for the Spider-Man film I don't start reading comic books I don't meet my best mate at the library. If it were not for Daredevil, I don't meet my girlfriend. She loved that show, and we still continue to watch the Daredevil Netflix, and we still continue to read. If it were not for you creating Daredevil and Frank Miller writing Daredevil, he does not get to The Dark Knight Returns. He does not get to... to Sin City and I do not get to serenade if it were not for the Avengers we do not get Infinity War and my daughter does not love Marvel movies even in utero and this is a weird timeline I know but it's it's the timeline of my relationship with Stanley. This has been another episode of Making Lemonade. I'm Jordan, signing off, saying stay weird. And thank you, Stanley. Thank you. Are you afraid of dying? No. Not at all. Do you think you go somewhere? Uh, no. 
the one thing I can't understand, I can't grasp my mind around, I feel when you die, there's just nothing. It's like when you're asleep and you're not dreaming. But I can't imagine nothingness lasting forever. That's what That's I, the thing that I cannot get. I can't grasp. To not exist yeah. forever. Forever. When does forever end? Yeah. The next time we do an interview, I have a funny thing to tell you about forever, but there may not be time. It's something I read in a book once. Is it so quick? So interview me again. Is it quick? Well, maybe I could make it. Go ahead. There was a historian named Hendrik Wilhelm van Loon, and he wrote a book about mankind. And he wrote a little preface, a little paragraph in the front. I never forgot it. He said, there's a, a big rock in the ocean. It's huge. It's 20 stories high. And once every thousand years, a little hummingbird comes and sharpens its beak against that rock. When the hummingbird will have worn away the whole rock, one second of eternity will have passed. I never forgot that. I read that when I was about 12 years old. It stayed with me all the time. <laughs>